Looks like it's hitting the yellow. <laughs> yeah. Bless you. I think everybody's good. And I'll try and eyeball it as we go to, and I can make small adjustments. Yeah. That was a blue I trust you. lemonade Thanks. hockey sneeze. That, that, did it sting? I, I don't really know yet. I'm, I think I'm still living it out. <laughs> you don't know yet. <laughs> the answer is yes. Are you dying? Mm. I don't know yet. Welcome, everybody, to the Catch-All Podcast. I got the Sheik Dariq reporting remotely from his basement. Maybe. He was here. Can you can you hear me? Oh, well, there, oh he there he is. Harley, hey. the engineer. Is he? Adam, the Dark Knight Knight. Hey. And very special guests, Snoop. He called a special. Oh, we are special. And that is Higgins. Hey, guys. Hi. Uh, so, yes, this is your first time being on Catch All Podcast and Catch All Podcast being on your podcast. And I never remember the order of the three C's, so please spell it out for me one time. Man, neither do we. <laughs> no, I really don't. Uh, let's see, today it's comrades, comrades cocktails, cocktails, and comics. comics. Nailed I love it. it. Yeah, just drunk book club where Higgins and I, once a month, we get together and talk about a book we read over a nice refreshing beverage, which we're doing today. Yes, guys. yes, nice. tell us about it. I, I enjoy it quite a bit. With Derek, pictures, you though. just have to let them describe it to you and kind of imagine what it'll taste like. Oh, yeah. That's it tastes like, said. just imagine what a beer would taste like if you poured some lemonade into it. That's it. That's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it tastes like summer. It does taste like summer, which is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. So it's so a, sh- a, sh- a shandy. Yeah. It's Talking a, about lining kugels, basically. Yeah, he already knows what it is. So wow. I nice. Find them. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, I like it. I would. I never, I think I've had a... I mean, I've had a Line and Kugel summer shandy before. Line and Kugels? Yeah. Bless you. I've never even, yeah. Line, their summer shandy kind of tastes like fruity pebbles. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. It's pretty good stuff. I've, I've had a Blue Moon float before, which was really good, and I did not anticipate beer being mixed with ice cream tasting good, but that thing was oh, delicious. Okay. See, I have had alcoholic ice cream, and that was disgusting. Really? I think it's brand dependent because I've heard some people rave about it. Mm-hmm. I know that that particular, I think it was like a root beer float. It was like a root beer, quote mm. unquote, float. Like a and beer it, made of like. I don't, I don't, I, it was disgusting. That's all I remember. Wormwood or something? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> disgusting. Wormwood? Just Bud Light and Coke? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> don't need that. Apparently, there's a bourbon flavored ice cream too. That's not good. Like, it's. Mm-mm. I don't think I like bourbon enough to eat bourbon ice cream. I don't know. I would just drink bourbon and then eat ice cream. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I can get behind I, that. I, yeah. I can, I can <laughs> yeah. also support that. Well, with like know? bourbon, like bourbon has so many different flavors. And so I feel like that also would kind of affect whether or not I'd want ice cream. After. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how much of whiskey aficionados you gentlemen are, but can someone put a nail in the coffin of what distinguishes between like whiskey, bourbon, and scotch. 
I'm pretty sure whiskey is just from Kentucky and everything else is bourbon. So bourbon, or, or if it no, comes it, from Ireland, it's scotch. No, Bur- nope. it's <laughs> bourbon is we from just Kentucky. Kentucky is really so. bourbon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we then, say a um, lot of wrong things. <laughs> yeah, and then we hope people email them about us. Uh, scotch is Scotland. That makes Scot- way more sense than Ireland. <laughs> yeah. Well, well so, so let me, let me, let me uh, piggyback off of you, Adam. Yeah. Uh, scotch is from Scotland, but single malt scotch is only made from the same like blend of mash that they use to distill and everything, and then ferment and all that, and make actually make the make the the whiskey um, blend is you know a ba- a mixture of a bunch of different remnants of other batches and things like that. So if you want if you want a single malt, then you know it's obviously more expensive than blended, and blended tastes like ass to me. So. Huh. Now we know. Hey man, now we can say some smart stuff on our podcast. Well, I, so know people that, know we know. <laughs> I don't know a ton about scotch, but I know like with whiskey and bourbon, I'm pretty sure bourbon's always it has to do with barreling as well. So like if to get true bourbon, it has to be in a new barrel. Whereas with whiskey, they'll make it in old bourbon barrels. Is that's my huh. understanding. Uh. There's a documentary on I think Hulu. Mm-hmm. And it may part of it may be on YouTube as well, where people way smarter than me that actually know what they're talking about go mm-hmm. into it. But that's one of the things I remember the like that stood out to me. Okay, I've been to the Jack Daniel Distillery before, and I know they talked about like barreling and a whole bunch of that stuff, where you could buy like buy the barrels and they had the barrels cut in half that you could get for like little flower gardens mm-hmm. and stuff. But they, yeah, they're real pretentious about Jack Daniel's the only distillery I've been to, but they were very particular about their barrels and yeah. stuff, and they're like certain you know um what diff- different uh labels i guess would be the name the different labels of whiskey they had were dependent on like the age of the barrel and like h- higher labels the label uh, higher the label and stuff it's very did interesting you, my mom did is you a, know that oh. did you know that jack daniels is made in a dry county i did and they get around it because they sell it in their gift shop and they give it out as like gifts oh. with your purchases mm-hmm. instead of uh, selling the selling whiskey. it. Uh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. What do you have? Like, so if I just it's like, hey, you can't chain, buy this here, but we'll give it to you. <laughs> I get like a, I'm gonna buy this. A fifth? Get a twenty-five dollar keychain. I forget the exact verbiage of it, but it is like you buy something small in the gift shop that is worth a lot, and you get a bottle of whiskey with it, and it's gifted to you instead of selling it. But they can't kick them out because they bring in so much yeah. revenue to the county. I'm, a, I'm on board with that. That's so strange. Yeah. I'm pretty that. sure it's the only place in the county that like hires anyone. To be honest with you, that like, I mean, I've never been there, but it just seems like there's not a whole lot else going on. There's nothing going on in Kentucky. There's maybe some horses. Oh. <laughs> That's not true. You got a KFC. Man, and some chicken. <laughs> I did just watch that thing you guys talked about the other. Night. Oh my god. Have, Speaking of KFC, I recently learned that. Are you guys familiar with what a Kentucky Colonel is? Nah, I'm sounds like so. Corn? Apparently, it is an like the highest social honor bestowed upon a citizen from Kentucky. Huh. Which is what like the Colonel of KFC is. He's That's a Kentucky why he's Colonel. A Colonel. And also, uh, what's the guy that plays Ant Man? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Also. A Kentucky Colonel? I can I could see him being a Kentucky Colonel. I think if I'm remembering the random article that I watched on YouTube, please do. Um, (laughs) But I had never heard of it. I was curious if you guys had. If I was Paul Rudd, I would run with that. If anybody deserves to be a Kentucky Colonel, it is Paul Rudd. I would Paul Rudd with that. (laughs) All right, Paul Rudd. (laughs) Look at us. 
Paul Rudd, when you us. listen to this, just let us know. Send us an email. Yeah. I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> Please. So send us that video clip of Mac and me. Yeah. I think yeah. he always does. Oh, God. <laughs> Speaking of the differences between whiskey and bourbon, I pulled up a little article dive. from vsliquor.com. Mm-hmm. And it looks like the one of the distinctions of bourbon, let's see if I can find where this, is that it has to be... Um, 51% corn and aged for two years in white oak barrels. Mm. And then scotch is from Scotland. Mm-hmm. Ah. That seems to be the primary differentiation. I love it. Hold on. Am, mm-hmm. I, am I not editing this? I don't know. So, that would Figure be lovely. Oh, yeah. We, we're we going to edit it, and then we'll just send you the file. Wow. We should be on other people's podcasts <laughs> more often. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, now you get to see what I go through every time. It's great. It's just like, here it is. Mm-hmm. Adam loves editing podcasts, <laughs> especially when you're planning a wedding too. Oh, that must be the funnest. <laughs> oh yeah, that's if, not stressful if, at all. If you're too busy, I can do it again. Yeah, but you'll just whine about it. Uh, but I will say the last <laughs> one was probably the. It was good. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. They have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we are catch all podcast. You can find us on all podcast services and comrades cocktails and comics you can find on all podcast services correcto at least two at least two at least most of them apple stitchers something that people use sometimes maybe maybe if you can't listen to us on (laughs) what you listen to radio probably like literally the only thing that i i don't think we're on is something like some obscure podcast app that mm-hmm. some other person was like i can't find you on it and i was like well literally just use like anything, anything else, else. <laughs> uh spotify was a trick and a half it took them a yeah. long time to actually get it up on for whatever reason they liked us i think like a week after we sent it in they were like yeah sure you guys seem legit mm-hmm. we're about it seem harmless they said yeah uh, so little bookkeeping. I think this is bookkeeping on the bookkeeping from last week. Uh, Scrantonicity is playing at Bank Street Cafe August 9th? 6th. Is it 6th? Yeah, it's okay. upside down. I think I did the same thing last week. I said the, ro- the wrong one. At least you're consistent. Oh, man, is this yeah. your guys' yeah. second show? No. Nah, no, this will be like the 5th? Man. Something like that. We just I, saw, have a, I think I saw the last one. Mm-hmm. We just haven't played in a really, in a really long time. Skipped it's all been 2020. Like a couple of years now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think everybody skipped all of 2020. Yeah. yeah. I wish. Yeah. Just, just checked out. It's a dark a time. Uh huh. I think the last one, the last one I played, Adam didn't play with me, but I played with uh, my buddy Jonathan, who does the book club with us. He and I and Andrew played Christmas because we did a Christmas show. Nice. And that was the last one we did. No, I, I didn't play with that, but I did. You show were there. Yeah. That. Yeah. I remember you That's being there. I think the last one I, I saw, Adam played, and you didn't play. Unless I'm thinking wrong. I, he, he may have gone to like sit down and take a break or that's something. That's possible, too. Yeah. Anything's possible. Harley, catch us up. What have you been up to? Oh, gosh. So much stuff. Okay. So the, fir- the first thing, I think I mentioned it a few times on the podcast. I've been watching Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. And I finished it. All of it? All of it. What'd you think? I cried so hard at the last episode, which sounds silly, Mm -hmm. but you have to understand, I don't think I've identified with a character in a show as much as I have identified with Sheldon (laughs) in so long. Uh Uh-huh. The the level of social awkwardness mixed with the inability to appropriately appreciate the people around you that you care about 
culminating in that speech he gives at the the Nobel acceptance. Spoiler alert. Oh, mm. What? No, <laughs> 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 oh, Carter! <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was incredible. Um, I'm done with that. And of course, today I started Young Sheldon, as one does, in the in completeness of completing things. Mm-hmm. I respect that about you that you do things I, in order. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a curse. Yeah, you dove right into their podcast, and I just jumped in right when they started getting good. I can't. I have to start at the beginning of something. I don't know some OCD part of my little dumb brain. Yeah, I haven't. Which I haven't actually been listening to our podcast in a little bit. I've been kind of preoccupied with work and life and stuff and sure. also watching endless amounts of Big Bang Theory. Sure. Uh, yeah. All 12 seasons in like a matter of a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. What else have I been doing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, it's a lot. Like, what, 22 episodes a season or yeah. something? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's well, a lot. 22 or 24. Man. I'm not sure how much the f- how many the first season was, but I think most yeah. of them were like 24. And now you're on a, you said Young Sheldon, that's the yeah. prequel, right? Yes. So yes. that one, I haven't really watched any of, I haven't watched any of Young Sheldon, and I've only seen a handful of Big Bang Theory, but they look like two different shows, like just how they're filmed alone. Yes. So I've only watched the first episode, like the pilot. Um, so far, the cinematography is feels much more high budget because it's not filmed to be a sitcom. It's very much so filmed to be the emotional clincher of all of the character development that you already have for the character. Mm, okay. So it's like if it, it's very much so is playing off of the fact that you're watching the childhood of someone you already know, um, which is, which is cool. Like as a trope for a show, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's um, a good payoff for people yeah, like you. Have yeah. Stuck who with the who literally show. was sobbing in front of their wife, watching a comedy on television. <laughs> <laughs> via their PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very, very accurate. But so far, it's very good. The cinematography is really good. Um, they're kind of paying tribute to more of the the side characters from Big Bang Theory that were Sheldon's family. Mm. So they're kind of expanding that aspect of it, um, which also is kind of like a cool payoff for them if they're trying to encourage you to go back and watch more Big Bang Theory. It's good because you want to like finish this show and then go back and rewatch Big Bang Theory for the context. Um, yeah, so I haven't watched much of this either, but my parents are pretty big fans, and isn't the mom in Young Sheldon like someone in Big Bang Theory, and mm-hmm. then the actual the actual mom is the mom of the mom, or something like that, it's in, a lot real, of moms. in real what? life? How that, meta is this? That sounds like a thing that could be... I think it's like real-life-related people, or parent, or like mother-daughter, and then like the younger one is like, I don't know, it's something like that, where they're related, and the parents in the before times are the, the parents in the new times. Yeah, I'll have to look into it. I've, this is the first I've heard of it. Yeah. But. What in the world? I've never, I don't know, Big Bang Theory never really grabbed me. Scrubs grabbed me that way, and I cried at the end of Scrubs. I love Scrubs a lot. I love Scrubs, too. Mm-hmm. That's a, Well, you cried at the end of Season 8 of Scrubs. Yeah, I disregard Season 9 <laughs> of Scrubs. <laughs> I watch it just be, just to finish it, but mm-hmm. I've, I've also seen it 
like four times through. So yep. strange because you rarely finish any show, even good ones. You even finished Breaking Bad. Oh gosh, I Scrubs is the best so TV show, <laughs> and every other show can so just be a little extra. Are on. you sitting on Breaking Bad being unfinished right now? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't finished it. How far into what it? What's wrong with you? I'm like I at the beginning judge. of season four. Oh, dude, come on! You got two seasons. I just got like. I just get burnt out on like things that yeah. I start. I'll go like three seasons into a show every time, and then I'll just be like, eh, I'll just go to. <laughs> the, I bet the first season of a new show will be like better than like the fourth season of this show that I've watched. You just I gotta suffer through all of it. How would you, you know that when you're rewatching Scrubs? Thirty nine <laughs> hours. Scrubs is my sleeping show. I can respect now. that. Nice. Mm. The Office was mine, but then they took it off of Netflix. Now it's back to How I Met Your Mother. I didn't know that they took it off Netflix. It went yeah. to that Peacock thing. NBC's not on Netflix anymore. streaming business. That was their big move to try and pull, because that's like the big thing they have is The Office. Yeah. Didn't, didn't Netflix try to pull it like three times and everyone lost their mind? That's, that mm-hmm. sounds probably... Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. S- same thing happened with Friends, I think. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Same. Well, mm-hmm. Friends was like... Because Warner Brothers owns Friends, and so they were about to come out with HBO Max or Go or whatever they're one, whichever one they're on now, and they Netflix paid them a billion dollars just to have it an extra year before they pulled it. Because it's crazy. the second most watched show on Netflix, and the first was The Office. So mm-hmm. man, now they've got Stranger Things, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. New Girl. That's about it. New oh, Girl. Yeah, New, New Girl. Girl. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, New Girl. Really. Yeah, I'm just I'm ready for like somebody to put out a platform that you just subscribe to that one platform. I think that's what Hulu tried to do. It was a whole bunch of like people coming together to have their own streaming service to compete compete with like cable television. And then No, they, I mean like taking just, like all of taking like, you know, Hulu, Disney Plus, Netflix and all that, putting it into like its into like one whole like uh uh like app or, or like a like a, a service I feel like or I think we call that Reddit that you and can sharing like, passwords. Yeah, Reddit and sharing passwords. But then I mean, it feels like this <laughs> okay, really like cyclical thing is that that's what streaming services were at first. They took all this cable content and then yeah. put it on one streaming service, and now it's getting split exactly. on all these streaming services. It's kind of like a it's like you got to pay like you got to pay like four hundred dollars a month just to watch four shows because they're all on different platforms. Yeah, or they can just God, okay. take it the other way. Isn't we were talking about Paul Rudd. Didn't Paul Rudd make a streaming service that only has one movie on it? Or is that somebody else? That was, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. That sounds like a Ryan Reynolds thing. It, it was Ryan Reynolds, yeah. It played it, um, one of his movies from movie like 2002 it? or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just one movie on the entire streaming service. Wasn't it Wasn't it Selfless or something? Was that the one that he put on there? Man, I'm going to find this. I heard it was like a deep... I think it was like a real deep cut, so... That I like the movie Waiting with Ryan Reynolds in it. That's Waiting pretty solid. Real, yes. Real good. And then Still Waiting. That was probably still not as good. Was it good enough where you would pay for a streaming service where it's just those two <laughs> movies? <laughs> I would. I mean, I watched Waiting on a streaming service, so I guess like I kind of did that. Yeah. Kind of. All right, so it's his 2003 movie Foolproof. <laughs> Foolproof. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Mint Mobile Plus. So it sounds like a foolproof plan. <laughs> hey. hey, you can leave. <laughs> so, I, I fact checked it, and the actress who plays the mother of Sheldon and young Sheldon is in fact the real life daughter of the woman who plays the mother of Sheldon in Big Bang Theory. That is Man. real meta, Jesus. 
I, <clears> I knew <throat> it was something like that. What the heck? Because I got the same face. Adam, catch Just us different. up. What have you been doing? <clears throat> um, chilling. Apparently nice. planning for a wedding. Yeah, how's planning yeah. for a wedding going? It's going. Um, we're ready for May 23rd. Yeah, is that the day after? Yes. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I was about to say that's not the day, is it? <laughs> no, we're we're ready for the day after. Mm-hmm. Um, so bones, we had bones, something interesting. <laughs> so we had something interesting happen. Our caterer died. What? Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we put a Stella. deposit down and Stella, um, shut the fuck up. All right. Well, Alyssa's mom. Had did you get been, it back? Well, I think she's working on that. I, um, so Alyssa's mom had been emailing him for about a month and there's no response. So mm-hmm. she's like, okay, well, I'm getting a little frustrated here. Mm-hmm. So she sent him an email. It's a strongly worded email. Mm-hmm. Relatively. You can kick rocks, old man. <laughs> <laughs> so like his daughter or somebody calls her and said, hey, so um, he passed away in February of COVID. So she felt like dirt. We felt like dirt. And he, he, he and was under dirt. the dirt. Uh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. So it's okay. They probably don't listen. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> no, 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 not anymore. <laughs> so we are now trying to find someone somewhat last minute because usually with catering, you know, you have to book it like months in advance, mm-hmm. and we're about to hit two months. So we are now looking into Waffle House food truck. Man. Which I'm kind of stoked about. Funny thing, uh, our friends just got married and they had Waffle House food truck and uh-huh. it was honestly a, like hit. a pretty stellar like wedding yeah. food thing. Yeah. People well, are just really into like, like the food's, you know, Waffle House. So, you know, you're at least you're in for a pretty good time. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what you're getting. Mm-hmm. But like just the atmosphere created by everyone was so excited <laughs> to see that that food truck. I think we all waved goodbye to it as a nice. <laughs> it's something different. Like nobody expects a Waffle House food truck to be there. Can so. we? I have a question, Adam. Uh, yeah. Is it is it going to be uh, open bar or BYOB for our wedding? Yeah. Well, it's going to be like secretly drinking. A lot of my family is super conservative and don't really care for drinking. Same as that other wedding. Oh, so, we we're, to. so we're shotgunning cold boys in the we bathroom. I like it. Oh yeah, nice. we're we're gonna, we're gonna have some. People sneaking in some stuff. Nice. I was properly sauced before I got married. Oh, yeah. I think we all were. That was the first time I've ever had a warm beer was at your wedding. Yep. Won't be the last. No, it was the last. (laughs) First time I ever got drunk was at my own wedding. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) Hey. First. So, speaking of things that are somewhat not out of place, but maybe different from what expected, like Waffle House at a wedding. Yes. I feel like things like that sometimes open people up to be, because it's different from what is expected, they can enjoy themselves for what it is. Mm-hmm. Can you guys think of another example that would be something similar to that? Something that is not expected so you can enjoy it a little bit more? Yeah. It's not like the, Fe- like, like the it's norm. Not finger food at a wedding. Uh, a finger in your bum? That, okay. That's, that's that, one thing. <laughs> that, that is an example. Whoa. Um, uh, Napoleon Dynamite riding in a white stallion at Kip's mm, wedding. Yes, that is also yeah. a perfectly acceptable <laughs> example. <laughs> yes, I love technology. Always and forever. I don't know. That's a tough one. You have me properly stumped. I, I can't Chicken noodle example. soup in a hot tub? Like, 
You wouldn't shower want, beer. You wouldn't want okay, it there, okay. but if it was is, there, are you are you eating a bowl of chicken noodle while you're in you, the hot tub, or is it please a hot say tub it's full? Of you wouldn't be soup. eating the chicken noodle soup that you're sitting in, but yeah. if you wanted to eat a bowl that you brought from outside of the hot tub, I don't see why not. Yes. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Seems kind of redundant. This is kind hmm. of where we I wanted this and conversation. If you could put a, and if you could put a plastic person that looks like you inside your little bowl of <laughs> soup, <laughs> that would be pretty good, too. We're going full meta on this podcast. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little yet Lego me. <laughs> so I recently watched Tenet. Ooh. <laughs> I, I the Christopher Nolan movie? It just seemed appropriate to, oh. to say that. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, uh, it, while we're on the subject of me randomly bringing up things that aren't on topic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is my favorite interpretation of time travel in a movie. Interesting. I just want to put that out there. Okay. I've never seen it. I haven't seen it. I am intrigued in it. Uh, I started watching, it's been a while too, I started watching Inception mm-hmm. and got like a quarter of the way through it and then was getting really sleepy and mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't comprehend this right now. I got to go to sleep and I have not finished yeah. it yet. Uh, neither of those movies is a movie you want to see fatigued. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Any Christopher Nolan, you got to be like wide awake to watch. I was already starting to have a little bit of like a crisis because I was getting tired and then I was like, oh shit, I'm going to start dreaming and some weird mm-hmm. shit's about to start happening. Are you guys familiar with the premise of Tenet? Yeah. I just I saw a trailer, I think. That's so the extent of it. The general premise is that there's this dude who's the main character. Denzel Washington's mm-hmm. son, right? Uh, no. Yes, actually. Um, yes. Yeah. It's John David Washington, yeah. What? No. Yeah. Did not know that. I was thinking George Washington Carver. <laughs> they might also be related. <laughs> <laughs> who's, to, who's to say? <laughs> <laughs> who's to say? But the so he comes to find out that there is some in some way certain objects and he finds out people small spoiler can be inverted in time. So that they are traveling backwards. So the example I think they use in like the trailers and stuff is like there's a bullet that's laying on the table, and this lady like puts her hand above it and closes her hand, and it falls up into her hand mm-hmm. because it's traveling backwards in time from when she dropped it. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it would be floats up. You're not stopping it; you're catching it. It's still it's falling. It's undrawn. It's in reverse the, in the time that it was going. Yeah, it fell, but. Because yeah. it's reversed, it's falling up. Christ, it's it's an absolute mind. It's like it's like taking it's the these are not the back to the future of rules. time with position being in the X Y plane, and then just like making it go backwards. This, this is what I like about it though, because when you rewatch this movie, which I've not done yet, I'm mm-hmm. really excited about rewatching it. You get to pick out all the things that you realize were going backwards the whole time. Even if they look like they're going forwards. Oh no! And yeah, it's really cool. Hmm. I want to watch it. There's like an action scene at the end that's like the most mind trippy thing ever. Mm-hmm. It's real cool. Dang. Yeah, it's on the list, but it's it's yeah it's 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 one of those movies that you watch it you you have to like stop and think like what did I just watch and then you watch it again it's like uh, okay. Adam, anything else? Mm, no, nah, I think that's about it. That's probably been the most eventful thing that's happened since yeah, I've talked to you last. Derek, catch us up. What have you been up to there, brother? Uh, 
Yeah, just uh, just working. I uh, went and played golf last Saturday. It was a very nice day. Mm-hmm. Uh, played like shit, as usual. Was that the one where it was like 80 degrees outside? It actually felt a little hot. Last Saturday? Yep. Yeah. Mm. After not raining for like six days, perfect. Mm-hmm. Did you play in Jackson? Yeah, yeah, I did. Did you do all 27 uh, holes? I wanted to, but I was just mm. I, like, I, That's an I undertaking. thought about it when, when, I made, when I made the turn to the back nine. I was like, I got through like three or four holes. I was like, man, I could probably go for another nine. And then I got to like the 16th hole. I'm just like, not today. I, I, <laughs> like, because I, 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 I was feeling it. I was like, all right, I'm getting in a groove. Well, I'm just like, I'm bogeying these holes, and I'm like, you know, parring and all that stuff. And then I got to like five, like the like the 16th hole, and I'm just like, it's gone. I lost it. Um, <laughs> I just, I just want to go home and eat the rest of these Chick Fil A biscuits that I got this morning and just die. Nice. So. <laughs> I feel that. We hey, go, nice. we golfed not too long ago. We too, did, and mm-hmm. we we didn't bogey and par. Parker, every hole. Parker did. Oh, like once? I think twice? I got a, there may have been a bogey. Right after Zach left, he was my unlucky charm. As soon as we yep. kicked his ass to the curb, <laughs> I started shooting pretty good. Shots to him. Uh-huh. We need to have a, uh, we need to have a big group outing to Morgan Dairy. Oh, mm. my, yeah. I like Morgan Dairy. Uh-huh. It'd be lovely. Yeah, I, Sunday or something. I just, when it comes to golf, I either have really, really good days or really, really bad days. Mm-hmm. I have one really good shot. And then I like hitting stuff otherwise. <laughs> so. it's fun, yeah, it's fun to hit. I love having a good beer while other people golf. That's also that, fun. That's kind of yeah, what yeah. I'm, I'm about, yeah. I'll mm-hmm. drive someone around. I don't just, care. Just a single beer? A lot per of good hole. beers, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could drive I mean, the first it? like few holes after that. Someone else should probably take them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we it's, will, it's just we will a golf cart. You master of beverage. <laughs> What do you say? Huh? You so froze up there a little bit, Derek. I said we could just designate you the master of beverage. Oh, I would you love just that. Dole uh-huh. out things like a, like the like the soccer mom at the end of the game, just yeah. like here's your snacks. Da, 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 da. Got like one of those like emergency like beer satchels ready to go. Uh huh. In case you guys get thirsty. <laughs> did you? Uh, this is a quick little side note. Did you guys see that Elon Musk uh, uh, submitted a filing changing the his title and the uh, CFO's title to? Techno King of Tesla and the Master of Coin. What? I did see that. <laughs> I love that. Are so you serious? Yeah. That is his <laughs> official title now is Techno King of Tesla. <laughs> the actual the, the actual legal document lists that or the or like the press release or whatever lists that and then after that it says, but they will retain their duties as CEO and CFO. Mm-hmm. So Does, it's just like they're just God, I love that so much. Didn't he buy some game stock? I don't know if he's bought it. He's shouted it out, yeah, bringing I know a he, lot of attention to it, but I don't know if he's actually bought any. Yeah, I know he talked Needs about to, it, but... Games I mean, stock, if, he, if, he, if he says that he's going to, stock. then that's probably going to like be game looked at as like stock? manipulation Games, or whatever. GameStop. GameStop stock. I'm sorry I did this. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop, GameStop. Game stonk? Stonks. Snoop Higgins, catch us up, gentlemen. I'll let you go first if you want to. Me? All right. Uh, let's well, see. while y'all are doing that, I'm going to make another one of these sh- sea shanties, shanties. Or oh, whatever. yeah, I made another one already. I need to make another one. Higgins, well, I'll tell them what, what I've been doing. Yeah, I'll Could pour some beer in some cups. Oh, thank you. Uh, let's see, what have I been doing? I've played a lot of games here recently. You guys out here do that. Uh, I on recently, occasion. I think you guys did an episode on it. Higgins told me I went through the entire Uncharted series. Like, Ooh, love like Uncharted. Month. 
I really liked it. I kind of had to force myself to play the first one just because it's so old. Yeah. Like, mechanically, it's dated. But after that, it was just really smooth sailing. I love that it's just Indiana Jones, but oh, yeah. more extreme. Um, <laughs> I played mm-hmm. the... Mm-hmm. The last one I played was the spinoff. I don't know if you guys have played that one as well. It's um, The Lost Legacy. Yeah, um, I, don't that I haven't played that. I've heard about it. It's but. pretty good. You play as... um. What is that girl's name? Chloe mm-hmm. from the second game. And it teams her up with uh, the one sort of villain from the fourth game. Uh, Nadine. Nadine, yeah, oh, Nadine, Nadine Ross. And I do enjoy, like, kind of the story of it, but it did, it felt a little missing just not having mm-hmm. Nathan Drake mm-hmm. in it at all. It does have his uh, his real dumb brother in it, though, which I kind his of enjoy. Dumb <laughs> I think we talked about Lost Legacy a bit a wee bit during the last book club and i did like it i mean it was it was off it wasn't the same but i did like how um i I think i described it as like almost had like an rpg element where you went around like finding the treasures in like the open world and then you like unlocked a pendant after you found all the treasures i did do that yeah so it gave you like an incentive to collect all the treasures rather than just like i got them all yeah i like that i i like the environment because i think you go to india probably to Mm -hmm. find some the ganesh the yeah. artifact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does open up in that one section where mm-hmm. you just have to go, like, you don't have to get all that stuff to get the pendant. I don't know if I like that in Uncharted, though, just because I really enjoyed the, like, the narrative itself throughout mm-hmm. the other games that kind of, it took me out of, like, that immersion because then it was like, oh, I'm playing a video game at uh-huh. that point, whereas, like, with the other ones, it's just, I'm going through the whole story and, like, I'm really glad I waited so long so I could just go through all of them at once because it's just like a really great long-running series mm-hmm. that I kind of got to... I felt pretty emotional at the very end of oh, 4. Yeah. It's just uh-huh. real good stuff. Yeah, it's in the feels, all the little mm-hmm. callbacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. I played the first one all the way through. Yeah, you did that recently, yeah. And that's like one of the uh, one of the few video games I finished all the way through because I'm real bad at finishing stuff, like I said earlier. But yeah. Nice. So what else have you done, Snoop? Uh, what else have I done here recently? Um, not that I've done it yet, but I will do it because I kind of hate myself. Um, <laughs> are you guys familiar with this whole Justice League thing that's happening right now with the movies? Yes. Snyder? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm very glad you bring this up. Continue. <laughs> so yeah, like uh, Higgins, I don't know if you you don't really pay as much attention, but basically... All I know is there's a Snyder cut coming. So did you see the 2017 Justice League? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. Okay, that mm-hmm. makes like everyone in this room at least. Um, but <laughs> they've re-edited... They took all of Zack Snyder's footage that he filmed way back when before he got fired slash stepped away. And I think they filmed like five more minutes of new footage, and now it's just they're going to release a four-hour cut of that. So I thought it was closer to five hours. It's like four to five. It's I think too his, long. Uh, his, <laughs> his original cut, I think, is five hours long, and then it has been edited down from that. I think like... Mm. See, now, now I'm mad because now we're going to get like a Zack Snyder's cut Ultimate Edition, and there's going to be like <laughs> three versions that I'm going to be pissed off. It's like Watchmen. Zack Snyder's Justice League, the DLC. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. Marvel vs. Capcom all over again. Mm-hmm. So I heard this thing yeah. that apparently, like Christopher Nolan watched the original, the version that came out in theaters, and he was like, 
Zack Snyder, just don't watch that movie. They right. really they really goofed you on I that one. I think a total of 30 minutes of his original footage was in that, and everything yeah. else was yeah. reshots. I also heard that story. What? So, like, maybe it, maybe it's a spectacular flick. It's so still probably what, what pretty it, bad. What exactly happened with that? Like, why Like why did he step away? Or, uh, or like, so did they change hands on that? Yeah, there's a couple reasons. This was back in, I guess, 2016. Because how, like, how the whole, like, universe set up was they got Zack Snyder to do Man of Steel. It did well enough where they wanted to do Batman vs. Superman. But then they also hired him on for Justice League. So... They were filming Justice League right when Batman vs. Superman came out, and then that movie came out, and I don't like that movie. I know there's people <laughs> that do like that movie, but I think it's a bit of a slog. Have and you seen the extended edition that is like three I've hours long? I've seen some of the extended edition. So I've seen like the scenes that someone kindly put on YouTube, so I didn't have to watch <laughs> the movie. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so they were already kind of... On Batman vs. Superman, supposedly he had a lot of creative control. And then when that movie came out and it didn't perform the way Warner Brothers wanted it to, they tried to reel him in for Justice League. Around that same time, unfortunately, his daughter committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And that was said to be the reason for him leaving. But there's also rumors saying that he was going to get kicked out anyway. And then they brought Joss Whedon in because Joss Whedon made the Avengers. So he's got to do a good job. He's got to do a good job. And, I mean, anyway, seen... The thing I can say about that version of Justice League compared to Batman vs Superman is it's mercifully short. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. What ninety minutes or something? Yeah, it's like a brisk ninety, and you're you're in and out, and it's not a good movie. But and it sucks because like you're telling me you didn't like Superman CGI lip the entire time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think the worst thing was the part at the beginning when Batman's swinging around the. Uh, the, yeah, that, and then the yeah. the water tower, because it's like, man, it just looks you like told someone. Me that, yeah, it just looks like someone was swinging a toy around <laughs> like a. Well, that's thing. the thing is like with the reshoots that they did with Joss Whedon, the budget, like they'll never release the exact amount because it's embarrassing for him. But it was rumored to be around three hundred million, and it's ridiculous when you look at how bad those reshoots look. Like, they are on a set. There isn't a scene in that movie that looks like a real location. And I think that with this new cut coming out, it's all the reshoots are gone. Zack Snyder, like, say what you want about him. He does know how to make something look pretty on camera. He's definitely got a style. Yeah, He's got it's, a style. It's a, and I think that's what gives him his fans. I think... I, I don't necessarily think I could call him a good director when anyone who says his movies are great are talking about like the DLC versions. Cause I feel like you shouldn't need that to make a movie good. I feel like uh-huh. the theatrical cut should be good. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, if you have to add an extra to make it coherent, it's not, you're not a great director. I mm-hmm. think he's got a lot of talent, but I also think he kind of gets in his own way mm-hmm. and I don't know. I'll watch this and hopefully that'll be the end of this long <laughs> annoying run that DC has had with their movies. I literally just watched Man of Steel two days ago. Man of Steel's actually good. I, I like Man of Steel. Uh, and I've started Batman versus Superman again, and I'm probably a quarter of the way through it. Not that far. Uh, in preparation of watching Justice League on Sunday. So, I have also recently started watching DC movies. Again, 
Uh, so I've been watching through everything. I think I've been doing it, other than the like prequel films, I've been doing it more or less in release order. Mm-hmm. So I watched Man of Steel. I watched the extended version of Batman vs Superman. I watched the Justice League, whatever, whatever version we're calling that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman eighty four deserves a pit of hell all to its own. <laughs> uh, and then I watched Aquaman just yesterday. Oh, you mm-hmm. watched Wet Dave yesterday? Oh yeah, Wet Dave. Yeah, wet that's, Dave. That's what Higgins calls that's it. That's what I call it. Because yeah. like he's. It. Because he's wet. And <laughs> <laughs> so are you when you watch him. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, of course. Oh. Nothing wrong with that. Scary. <laughs> so you've seen all those. Uh, did you Have you seen Shazam? I have. I haven't rewatched that one yet. That one's on my list. I think that might be my favorite of these like post like Nolan trilogy. Yeah? I Just because I think it... I, I like DC characters a lot more than I like Marvel. I know a lot more about them and you mm-hmm. know read a lot more comics with them. And so I think with Shazam, that was like... Wonder Woman, the first one, pretty good too. But like mm-hmm. I think that's a good example of capturing that's what people like about that specific character. Yeah. Like Shazam's silly and dumb and ridiculous, but that's that character. Mm-hmm. And I think they really just kind of like go for it. And yeah. it's not perfect, but I think it's a lot of fun. So let's. I want to on a tangent right here for just a minute. Do would you want them to try and continue this like Snyderverse that they've done up until this point, or do you think do you think and do you want them to kind of like veer off and do their own thing? Because the Batman with Robert Pattinson seen seems like right now it might be its own thing, but then they're doing a Flash movie that looks like it's going to be like this big Flashpoint crossover with like Ben Affleck's Batman and then. Um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Higgins, I'll I'll let you take the lead on this first just because you're more of a casual fan. Man, okay. So I could honestly care less about a connected universe when it comes to movies because I think it makes people have to try too hard to fit things together when if they just like made like this movie, they'd be like, all right, let's just make this one movie good. We'll tell a story. We're in. We're out. And then you're done. And that, cause that's what like comics do. Like this comic happened 20 years before this one, but they don't care that this Batman did this thing that other Batman wouldn't do. So why, why this movie's got to be like that? Yeah. See, I'm of two minds about it, like just overall, because I mean, the fun of, especially because we've seen it done right, you know, with Marvel getting to see that payoff of having all those characters come together, that should be something really enjoyable. And especially if you've watched all their other movies, I think it's the one thing that they really messed up on when this whole cinematic universe is they rushed into it because they didn't want to, I guess they all, one, they didn't want to see like they were copying Marvel by doing origin stories and then the justice league, but also they wanted to catch up and cash in. I think they could have maybe done that, but they didn't have someone who they don't, they didn't have like say a Kevin Feige who has an overall vision and can kind of piece it together. Like you were mentioning, I think if you've got someone who's good at piecing it together, it doesn't feel like, Oh, this movie's just a setup for this movie, which Marvel's guilty of too, but it just feels like one story. And I think that's why in game, you know, resonated with so many people when it came out. Cause it's a payoff. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what, 
I like that part because like that guy, he was like, man, this blue stone that I saw in the first Thor movie happened to be the blue stone that fit in that glove that we watched in the last couple movies. And you're like, man, they actually did put like two thoughts together before they just made a thing. And then Justice League, we got to watch. Uh, what's the villain's name? Some guy, Stephen Wolf. And Stephen like, Wolf, yeah. who's who's Stephen Wolf? <laughs> Like, uh, Darkseid's uncle? Well, I, know, I, know who, I know who he magic is, car- but like... Magic got a big dumb helmet? Maybe wild. you remember? Yeah. It's gonna take you on a magic carpet ride. Yeah. I don't care what yeah. anyone says. I've seen the trailers. Steppenwolf still looks awful. <laughs> I know he's got a different helmet and a different armor or whatever. He looks terrible. <laughs> but, you know, what are you gonna do? I to, to kind of come back to your question, though, Parker, the way it's gone so far, I'm actually more on board with separating it. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm looking forward to the Batman more mm-hmm. than I probably would have of Ben Affleck Batman. Not because Ben Affleck's gone, but I think that you can focus on these characters and getting them right instead of just how do we get all of them together and you know make people like this. I mm-hmm. think that's the way you do it. And then I also think going forward, they are going to go back to a universe but they're going to cherry pick whatever works financially. So mm-hmm. like Shazam did well, mm-hmm. I think they'll keep Shazam. Maybe Wonder Woman falls off, they drop her, but then the, the new Batman's popular, so let's get the new Batman. Mm-hmm. Until they have about like six or seven people and then they do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll like try and make it make coherent sense. Yeah. I think I want them to continue more so. I like the movie's okay. But it's more so of like a morbid curiosity of the if they can write the ship and how the heck they would possibly write the ship and make it all make sense. Mm-hmm. I think that would be very interesting. I haven't seen like haven't seen Aquaman yet. I don't know how that ties in, but I like that little Jason Momoa fella. So, having watched it a second time now, I think I can say that I think of all of them. I think Wonder Woman did the best job of telling a story you wanted to watch. And Aquaman did the best job of showing a story you wanted to watch. Yeah, because honestly, Aquaman's boring, but they made that look, they yeah. made those sea people look pretty cool. The story is very <laughs> bland, from at least from my ignorant, casual perspective. But the cinematography and the action was incredible i loved watching that a second time mm. that's got me excited i haven't seen shazam yet either so that's a new one that was also that was a little snappy mm-hmm. i think what's like working you keep you keep saying shazam you keep saying shazam and i it, it, i just think of that Shaq movie from the 90s where he plays the genie in the boom box kazam oh yeah <laughs> forgot no, about kazam. that one you think they can make a kazam movie and fold it into the dc stuff <laughs> i want to <laughs> see like a kazam 2 like where electric boogaloo <laughs> we got a new Space yes. Jam coming. Anything's possible. Well, that's what I was saying. Like Space Jam Two, we have LeBron James. Who's Shaq's LeBron James? Because I don't know. Who's the big? Maybe an Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis the movie Johnson. where he is a a genie mm-hmm. that comes out of an iPod or something like that. Oh, a Zune. Yeah, 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 a Zune. I was thinking a Zune. <laughs> I had one of those. Mm-hmm. That would that would be, be something too. you would have. Oh, yeah, most There's literally two of us. <laughs> anyway, I'm excited what they'll what they'll do with the Flash movie. It's either going to be a glorious train wreck or kind of cool, a 
or it'll never get made because it's been pushed back like eight years. <laughs> that's all, yeah, I, that's also possible. I wanted to get pushed back long enough for them to realize they don't need Ezra Miller. Mm. I need, I need, I don't know. I need to see this Justice League again to know how I feel about Ezra Miller because I did not care for him the first time through. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know if seeing it a second or the Snyder cut will change my opinion or not. He apparently has more to do. I know like the biggest thing from this new version that's going to blow people's minds is uh the cyborg stuff because mm-hmm. that actor has burned all his bridges. I uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of what he yeah. said. Ray Ray Fisher. But apparently a lot of what he said has, you know, has been true and he got dogged pretty hard on that movie cuz him and Zack Snyder when they were filming together put a lot into that character and he maybe has like 10 lines in that that first version we see. Mm-hmm. So, and I I've never really liked Cyborg as part of Justice League. I think he works better as a Teen Titan, mm-hmm. but that might just be a nostalgia thing. Mm-hmm. But I do like that actor. I, mm-hmm. I think he did do good with what he had. So maybe that's one thing I'm looking forward to is seeing kind of what they do with him. Interesting. So as as a casual perspective, I really, really liked, is it Ezra Miller? Mm-hmm. The Flash? Yeah. That's right. I really liked his presence as a character. Some of which is probably just because I enjoy the like comedic goofiness of Flash in general. But I really wanted to see more of them, and the and I think there's a, like a whole story arc, backstory esque that we're supposed to get in the Snyder cut, right? So you've seen Batman vs Superman, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know that one part where he just comes from a weird time portal, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Lois is the key. Go find Lois." Yeah, it's supposed to be more of that like nightmare future Superman stuff. Gotcha. Um, I don't really know where that's kind of supposed to go. Another thing I'm wondering about this new version is. The original plan back in the day was to film Justice League and Justice League Two, and I was, I'm assuming that they only really filmed Zack Snyder's first Justice League. So I don't know if this this may end on a cliffhanger, and it may be a thing where they're not going to give him a Justice League. We two. just never see part two. We just oh never see part two until like the internet gets mad enough again where Warner Brothers caves because that's how we got this. I mean, people on the internet cried for about a year and a half and. Now we have this guy. So. Mm-hmm. All the early, I have tried not to see much about it, but I've seen some reviews, and everything I've seen is like it should not work as nearly as much as it does. I have heard that, yeah, because I've hope. checked some stuff. Yeah, I've, I'm sure, I'm sure it will be better than what we've seen, just based on the fact that that first cut is two very different people mm-hmm. trying to smush their vision together. And this is just one singular idea. Mm-hmm. So I think it will pay off for people in, in that respect. Nice. Higgins, catch us up. What have you been up to there, Skipper? Man, uh, I've been working. Um, and I went up to Atlanta last weekend. Hung, mm-hmm. out, in, hung out in Piedmont Park. Mm-hmm. Caught some sun. Nice. Uh, ate some pizza. My friends had pizza ovens. And so I was... Hanging out at a pizza off, mm-hmm. they all uh, there was two of them, and they both cooked five, ten to twelve inch pizzas, and that was pretty neat. I ate a slice of each; they were all delicious. Mm-hmm. Did someone win? Would you have given an award? Uh, we deliberated, and we said the real winners was the pizza we had along the way. That's nice. 
it's a real cop-out answer, but I like yep. it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically the only reason it was a competition in the first place was so they would make more pizzas. Mm. So in a way, you were the winner. Yeah, no, we were the <laughs> we were ultimately the winner. Yeah. Everybody that didn't cook a pizza mm-hmm. was more a winner than the people that made the pizza, for sure. Good on you, man. Good on you. It was a good time. Yeah. Nice. Well, now that you're here, like, and it's just uh, just us guys, who made the better pizza? Um, just us guys and the rest of the world on the internet. <laughs> yeah, the rest of the world on the internet. So I'm sorry, uh, Nahit, but San- Santiago won the pizza off. Santiago. You heard it here first. Yep. I hope they didn't listen. I told them about our podcast, so <laughs> they might actually hear this. <laughs> Santiago. <laughs> we'll cut this part out. <laughs> I want them. Just this I one w- section. I well, want them to you know. You can have a separate file you send just to, just to Santi. Or no, who lost Nahit, you said? Yeah, Nahit so lost. So we'll, we'll cut that part out and send that file to Nahit. So, so okay, since the, we're the editing part. the episode, yeah. we'll, we'll definitely cut this out. Mm-hmm. We don't want to ruin your friendships. Yeah, it might keep you from New, getting more pizza. N- newly formed friendships. Mm-hmm. It might make them work harder next time, though. Oh, that's too. a good point. Yeah. This week's local catch is brought to you by Grizzly Madams. Grizzly Madams is an Atlanta-based rock band consisting of Zach Johnston, Alec Furness, and Ryan Lockoff. Formed in late 2019, the trio has been chipping away and crafting a variety of it's the takis they're really getting to me they're making my mouth water so much coming from different backgrounds and influences has yielded a diverse sound with each song taking different shapes yet still uniquely grizzly madams some of these influences range from the pixies the best weezer and dinosaur jr Grizzly Madden's recently released their new song, This Hangover is Going to Kill Me, on February 12th on all major platforms, a softer track in comparison to Shark Killer. Grizzly Madden's found themselves crafting a new sonic space with phased guitars, twangy leads, and Mellotron with poignant lyrics, contemplating the meaning of life. Grizzly Madden's has their eye on the prize for 2021 with their next release, Broken Timepiece, coming out on Friday, March 19th. So here is This Hangover's Going to Kill Me by Grizzly Matters. Sick and hungover again. Think about throwing up. Someone bring me cherry coke. Should never party with me. 
someone would tell me One damn thing about life That was This Hangover's Going to Kill Me by Grizzly Madams. Nice, chill little track. I liked it. Yeah, I liked the sounds. It's amazing they did that on a Peloton, you said? Uh, I think it was. Yeah. Or is that the bike thing? I'm pretty sure that's the bike. Okay. It was some interesting. So it's even more sound. amazing that they managed to record <laughs> all that on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Derek, sorry, I didn't know how to wrath. Yeah, I don't know how to route from iTunes where it was playing to Discord, so it might be something I can get figured out. It's it's it's, it's fine. I just supported a local band and bought their song off iTunes and listened to it myself. Oh, nice! That was sweet of you. Good bluesy track. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bluesy. That's a good way to describe it. I noticed on the the, the album art for the single, they have uh, some cans of uh, Sweetwater 420. Mm, yes, nice. that's something I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well done. Yep. I think I'm also going to take a pee break, and then we will get into the meat of the potatoes. Be right back. The meat of the potatoes. I got real excited when I found out that the shift button, when you hold it and hit, uh, like, enter, it'll go up instead of down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was pretty exciting for me. Was it uh, another one that's good is if you're in Excel and you hold down Alt and hit Enter, it'll go an indent instead of going to the next cell? Man. What? Brr. That's what? pretty exciting. My, my favorite, my by far favorite one on all Microsoft-based applications is that if you hold Alt, it won't click to stuff. You can free float place items. 
pixel by pixel wherever you want. Just hold alt. That's a game changer. Man. Yep. And meanwhile, the person we hired doesn't know how to do Excel at all, so I still got to type in all the numbers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that person you? No, I'm <laughs> I'm the person that knows how to use it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I think I've done some dumb stuff with Excel that I probably shouldn't have done. I made like a... Uh, basically a calculator <coughs> for production. So I'd, I did a bunch of linear regression for the different components of the machine and then put it all together and made a calculator that predicts how long it'll take the machine to make it. What and the then, fuck? Oh, and I, I did it ma- using like three inputs and a button that says calculate. Huh. And then... I did one where I I was tired of individually translating all the file names. So I just made an Excel thing that would grab all the file names from a folder. Man, that's more than I know how to do. Mm. I I don't know how to do any of this. This is all Google. You're saying all these words right now, and I'm just staring impressed that your shirt is an Under Armour (laughs) branded company (laughs) shirt. (laughs) I was looking at you, and... I didn't see what your shirt said or looked like, but I was looking at it. It's green. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were talking to me or Parker. Well, they're both. I'm still both, not. <laughs> still both green. It's really good for an audio medium. Yeah, still both green. Well, uh, everybody good? Derek, you still good on your side? Got audios and everything? You can hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Why oh, did man. Susie fall off the swing? I don't know. Why did Susie fall off the screen? Because Rachel pushed Because she had no arms. What? Because Because she she had had no arms. arms. Mm. Oh, jeez. And knock, knock. Who's there? Not Susie. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez. Gentlemen, I'll let you drive from now on. This is uh, now your vehicle. Snoop mostly drives, but... Drunk, but... Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... Mostly stay on the road. Yeah. No, we could do that. Uh, All right. So, let me... Uh, I guess I'll... I can do the intro to the thing. Yeah, we can we say it. Do. Yeah, since, do it how you would normally do it. Yeah, I want the full experience. Okay, cool. Since cool. we're that's starting... That's the first time our... anyone's ever asked us for the full experience. <laughs> so, this is great. All right. Just so you know, you just did love, our intro. I love things intro. that are full, and I love things that are experiences. Higgins, we've got at least one of those for him, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Experiences? Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Comrades, Cocktails, and Comics, the show where I, Snoop Lynch, and my co-host, Higgins Stern. Hey, that's me. That's you, but shut up, because we got guests on the show. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. It's been a minute, hasn't it, since we've had guests? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Some might say we're even guests in their dojo. We are in, in Parker's house. Yeah. So, yeah. But instead, let's say words about the book that we all read. And that we're going to talk about this month. That's a good thing we told them about it. Yeah, so they could also read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, will you tell the people listening about it? Oh, man, sure. Um, <laughs> we already told you about the drink. Yeah. And uh, so the book that we read, we're doing a crossover episode. We were like, what would be a cool crossover book? I said one thing. And then they were like, no, that's a terrible idea. Let's do our thing. And then they, it's, which we chose Batman versus Predator. Turns out they were right. 
per usual. Yeah. So Batman versus Predator. This is uh the first volume. The first volume. There's been three. by Dave Gibbons mm-hmm. and Andy and Adam Kubert. Turns out they're brothers or sisters or or sons. Yeah. Of another man who's probably yeah. their dad. Yeah. Still brothers. Uh. Adam did inks, Andy did art, or vice versa. I can't remember off the top of my head, but Dave not Gibbons... Im- not important. You're right. But Dave Gibbons is important because he wrote this book, but oh, you know yeah. what also he did? No, no, no no idea. He did the art on a little book uh, called Watchmen. Okay, so I did read that, <laughs> but I forgot I read it. Yeah. Uh, I've never... I, I've Wait, was I supposed to read Watchmen? No, 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 you're okay. fine. Oh, Did shit. you read okay, the book good. that we mentioned a second ago? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you're doing okay. great. You're much better than we usually do when <laughs> if we do I this. read part of Watchmen, does that count? I think you're doing just as good as I am. There's part of the art in there, so yeah, I think you're doing awesome. fantastic. Um, but yeah, this was written back in 91. So 92. 91, 92. Older than us, actually. Yeah. Um, Fuck. And it was a crossover book published by DC, who owns Batman. And, and Dark Horse. Dark Horse, who up until recently owned Predator. Now Marvel owns it because Disney bought Fox and Fox owns things and Disney owns everything. But before they owned everything, Except they would our do... podcast. Not yet. I won't let them. <laughs> uh, but before they owned all those things... They used to do a bunch of these little crossover books. There's been different ones over the years, like Archie meets the Punisher, Archie meets the Predator, actually. But we wanted to do Batman versus Predator. People uh, like Batman. People like Batman. People like the Predator. Did you like this book? I'm asking everyone. Mm, mm. Yeah, I thought it was neat. I also give this two grunts of approval. I, uh, To be honest, this is, I think, the I have owned comic books before, but this is the literal first comic book I've actually sat down and read. I liked it. Man, so, have I got something for you? They've made <laughs> lots of them. <laughs> You're telling me there's more comic books out there's there? There's more comic books out oh there. Oh, Lord. This, this may be the first one, but it's, it's definitely not the last. They even have two more volumes of this mm-hmm. written by other people. Oh, dear. Yeah, Dave Gibbons didn't return, but that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. Uh, I think everyone said their opinions except uh, Derek. Derek, thank you. What? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I honestly, I've never really been a comic book, book reader myself. I did I did find it actually rather enjoyable. Um, I like I, I really don't know much of the lore with with Batman or Predator to be honest with you, but the I mean it seemed it seemed like it was very interesting. I kind of caught up on caught some things from what I know, um, but I, I really don't know much about either of the two things to actually you know go into an in depth conversation personally about it. But I'd love to hear what everybody else has to say about it. All right, so like, I'll give you the two main things. Batman's superpower is he's rich. And his parents got killed. And yeah, I, Predator, I know that. I've seen Dark Knight. <laughs> and, I've, seen and, the, I've, seen, I've seen the Dark Knight trilogy, and I've seen Alien versus Predator, so I have some sort of like knowledge about these yeah, things. Yeah, and Predator's superpower is it was a cheesy movie in the 80s where they really liked... The, Get to the chopper! Yeah, the thermo the thermovision thing, and he's invisible yep. too. Yeah. And he's a Predator. He's got that, shoulder, that fancy shoulder gun with like the three lasers on it or whatever. And you think that is... Head's actually his head, but turns out it's the helmet that to cover a face that's a lot less cool looking. Mm. Except right, for the dreads, right. the dreads are actually his. Oh, okay. Because he as, got as it, I was, it. 
yeah. as I was reading this, like I really, like I said, I've only really watched the Dark Knight trilogy and you know a couple of the '90s Batman films, and I'm sitting there reading it, and I'm reading the dialogue of uh, Batman and, and Alfred as you know Christian Bale and Michael Caine, like just in my head. Mm-hmm. So it's just, my- just like I saw a child playing with the ruby the size of a tangerine. Michael Caine. <laughs> The, I was definitely, since I had just played the Arkham trilogy, I was definitely had that Alfred stuck in my head any time I was reading Alfred Bubbles. It was definitely the Alfred from uh, Arkham. Nice. I, I mean, kind of you guys are already touching on it. I think for me with this book, I didn't, I didn't love it, I will say that, but there is plenty to enjoy about it, and reading it kind of putting characters' voices in my head. Th- this book seems to re- rely a lot on nostalgia, for me, mm-hmm. uh, I got a lot of, and I mean, it was written in the 90s, but I got a lot of 90s Batman, you know, animated vibes from it. Mm-hmm. Um, Alfred pretty much looks the same from what I can tell. Um, Batman looks a little different. He's got the blue Batman costume, which I'm a big fan of. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Predator is kind of the same thing. Like, the stuff about the Predator, I've seen, I guess, all of the movies, and it kind of just hits all those beats from that first movie like why people like that it's got the thermal vision it's got the he does that thing where he he's tricks invisible. people by he's invisibly he plays recordings of people to trick oh, them yeah, into, changes their voice mm, uses their voice and uh brutal murders and oh uh, yeah brutal murders are pretty good he did a lot of those in this mm-hmm. i was pretty pumped that he did that killed I, people yeah. yeah that's pretty cool yeah i like that they didn't like kind of kidify it because you know it's a batman story I guess through and through, since it isn't Gotham and everything, but they didn't shy away from murdering. I, for the life of me, could not figure out anything going on in the action scenes in this book. God, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I having not read a comic before, like the con- the uh, action panels was so much stimulus for me to try to interpret of what was happening. So, on that note, I read this all the way through, and then went back and looked at the full pages because I've been reading it on Kindle eBooks. Mm-hmm. And they have this nifty little feature with comic books specifically where they will let you toggle through panel by panel in the order it was intended to be read. That's, that's how I did it, yep. Same, yeah. So I feel like on some things, I almost it almost kind of doing it that way made it more consumable, but at the same time kind of cheapened it because you didn't get that like turn the page, oh, look at that. Like, For most things, that's like the best way to go about it. Because like a lot of the time, you'll be reading through a thing and be like, "Man, I think I'm reading the next thing that's supposed to be read," but you won't be sure. Okay. But for this one, like, yeah, it's actiony, so you're like, "Man, I guess it would be good to see him like in order." But like we were all saying, it's kind of a shit show. <laughs> I read most of the things, and I was like, "I know there's action. I'll wait till the end to see who won." Mm-hmm. It is a lot of like. Okay, I know someone's dead because there's blood everywhere in these yeah. panels, but who died? At one point, they're like, I think it was like issue two or three, they're talking about the upset in the crime you know, system or underworld because it's like, oh no, this guy got killed. I'm like, oh, that's who, that's who died. <laughs> that's the, the crime lord died. Yeah. And then the other crime lord died. I like how funny it, the last like couple murders were, especially the, the one who's just a mama's boy. Yeah. No, I like... I like that crime lord. They're all, they all three were competing crime lords, I think, right? Mm, sort of. 
Sort of. And one was a mayor. Was it two of them were like competing, but then they realized that they weren't competing or something? They were competing through legitimate means, which is illegal gambling on boxing matches. And there was a middleman who was just there to keep the peace, but okay. also do his own thing. The, the mob stuff was just kind of, I flicked through it to get to the next stuff with Batman because it just seemed to move the plot. I don't, this is the only thing I've I've read that Dave Gibbons has written. I don't know if you know he's written a lot of stuff. I don't think it's great. I don't think it's the worst I've ever read, but dialogue was a little just kind of whatever. Um, I just think it's like the Batman stuff that people don't really think about, where like Batman's like an actual dude that's like, oh, he actually just fights like base level crime in Gotham. And up until like a alien predator comes and kills a bunch of people, and he has to do some detectiving to figure it out. That's probably the the best part about this for me is he does some dang good detectiving. He does some good detectiving, but I like the arc it kind of goes through of he gets his ass kicked, and then he has to like pull himself back up because he's the only one who can take on this uh, homicidal alien. <laughs> Yeah, and Alfred gets his time to shine. He's like, can't let Bruce Wayne see this. Because he'll try to fight him when he's in a literal body cast. And then he shoots him with a blunderbuss, which was kind of cool. What? So I I may just be an actual moron, but is there like in-universe explanation of why they cross over? Or is it just like, no, he's here. It's a company thing. Like I said, Dark Horse owned a lot of like Predator, Alien. They kind of started from mem- from you know my knowledge anyway. They kind of kicked off this weird craze in the eighties and nineties of weird crossover comics. And I don't, I don't know kind of DC state at the time, but I know like with Marvel in the nineties, like they were going bankrupt every other year. So it was just anything to move move product um mm. i like that it's a dumb just kind of one-off thing i don't so there's no like continuity with any other batman no no it's just kind of a like this isn't this is probably set around like how the city was in the 90s batman continuity as far as like the characters mm. that are involved and kind of what batman's suit looks like and mm. his state but it's a separate story i think the only kind of thing it's tied in with is the sequel comics which mm-hmm. i didn't read but yeah i might get back to them later um from what i've heard this is the better of the three uh, it has some really good moments for me the, i've heard it's the better of m- most of the crossover deals they did back in the day too yeah so we picked the right one <laughs> nice that's good i have a question as a a very casual person. This was the first Batman comic I ever read. Oh, Man. wow. Congrats. Um, and thank you for sharing I, it with us. I, I enjoyed <laughs> it. It was very good. Um, my question is, is Commissioner Gordon a douche in all Batman comics? <laughs> okay. So he's the least douche out of all the other cops. But at the end of the day, like, he's going to do what he, he's going to do what he does. He's usually a pretty good guy. It was just very. I wasn't prepared for how juxtaposed. Wasn't no Gary and, Oldman. Him and Batman. Yeah, like I'm, it's not what I'm used to seeing from generic, casual Batman films and DC animated films. Yeah, I, I, 
kind of prefer this version of Commissioner Gordon where he's just over everything because he lives in the worst city known to man and he's constantly being attacked by murderers and clown makeup and man bats and he's just like i'm sick of everything going on right now i just want a day off uh there is if you want to kind of know a little bit more about this character higgins and i have uh covered this book on another podcast we did um yeah call back yeah batman year one it's kind of like it's if you were going to hand someone a Batman comic just to give them the idea of that character, that's the comic you go to. It's Batman's first year, but also goes back and forth with Commissioner Gordon and how he kind of Became becomes commissioner. commissioner and okay. why he hates everything to do with this city, but hmm. for whatever reason, yeah, won't leave. It's like the Dark Knight. You're getting basically the same thing. He hasn't gotten uh, jaded by stuff in the Dark Knight yet because... Batman started in the first one, and basically, like, they haven't had to deal with, like, super baddies in the town until Batman starts coming along. Gotcha. So, like, ten years after The Dark Knight, he's like, I'm done. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just hasn't become jaded yet. Yeah. I I think, and you kind of see it in their interactions between Batman and Jim Gordon in this story, their dynamic is interesting because... I feel like deep down he does like Batman and respect him, but he also knows Batman's kind of part of the problem <laughs> because a lot of villains, like before Batman shows up, mobsters were really the only thing ruining Gotham City. As soon as he shows up in the next year, there's like weird science experiments gone wrong and someone who can control plants. His entire murder gallery. Everybody. Yeah, and so I think he's he doesn't want to have to count on Batman but he knows that he has to. And we saw that in this book, too. He's like, man, everybody's dead now. Batman's literally the only one that can stop him. So I guess Batman needs to stop him. He's like, get off your ass, Batman. Wherever you're at, you've been gone for too long. (laughs) I want to... The first thing that stuck out to me, it was very close to the beginning. I just want to call out how much of a dickhead that dude living in the trailer park was. Who would throw their poor pooch out just because they were barking a little bit? I was so upset. And what kind of psycho names it Satan? I was going to, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I, got to say, like, the two things that really, like, upset me with this entire comic was the fact that a dog and a cat both died in this comic. I was like... Animal deaths do hit me pretty hard. that just, yeah, he just wanted to watch. He just wanted to watch that that old boxing fight, and he sounded like Satan normally doesn't bark. Mm-hmm. But I mean, when a predator out there, a I would want my dark dog yeah. to bark. Alert me. It's like, man, dog doesn't normally bark, so something must be up. Mm-hmm. Not just he's just barking now. Yeah, the answer is not to throw that poor poochie outside. Yeah, now, now dog doesn't. I guess bark we don't suddenly. know. Yeah. That. <laughs> I guess. Did, we see, did we see forever. dog bones in that the dog, trailer? That dog's definitely dead. Man. Because I'm pretty sure when he opens the trailer door, he just throws the carcass of the oh, dog. Okay. <laughs> but why it, does why does every bad thing start in a junkyard? That's a good question. Like I don't know. This comic starts in a junkyard. Uh that 13 ghost movie starts in a junkyard. Like Walter White becomes Heisenberg in a junkyard. Well, yup. Like, dude. My 16th birthday was in a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> that turned out wrong. What did, got, what did that start? Got married in a junkyard. <laughs> I 
kind of talking about the dog and the cat thing. I'm I'm not really happy with the predator in this. Like, because they kind of mention he has this code of honor, and sometimes he does. Other times he'll just murder everybody. <laughs> I will I will say that the. They kind of say like, Satan. what's it? Uh, when he's killing somebody that he doesn't think is a like a good prey, like a respectable fighter, he just shoots him. But if he's like fighting him as like man, ultimate fight, he like brings out his little claws and shoulder lasers. It kind of seemed like to me where his code of ethics applied proportionally to whether or not it was a tertiary character to the plot. Yeah. I mean, he saved, he didn't kill that one gal. That's true. The one up in the penthouse? Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. very concerned for about eight seconds. And they took I'll her out. You. They're like, she's probably going to be out of the picture for a long time. And then soon, sure enough, she was out of the picture for the rest of the, the rest of the book. It's like, good. I didn't need her anyways. I didn't even need hey, her. This. I didn't even need her bow. I'll tell you this, man. Like during the penthouse scene, when Commissioner Gordon got attacked, he he got out of there pretty quickly. It was like, all right, he's falling down the stairs, and the next frame, he's off in his car. I did. I thought it was interesting, kind of how the Predator chose who to go for next. Like that does fall in line with kind of what I think of when I think the Predator. It's he wants kind of a worthy fight. That's why he goes after the boxers first, because I guess he just lands in Gotham City, and so he's looking for, you know, who's the best person to fight, and he hears about it on the radio, and he kills the winner almost immediately after he wins that match. And he'll pick off... He he picks off other fighters, but then after he's kind of done that, he goes after people with, like, a different kind of power. Like, he kills the mayor, so Mm -hmm. the biggest political figure in the town, as, I guess, a means to also get Batman back out because he knows he's the real real prey that he needs to beat. Yeah, I think he just called, killed the mayor because the mayor called him out. He was like, Alien, we're coming for you. And then he's like, oh, he must be the guy that calls the shots, so I should take him out. Yeah. And then, uh, man, he has a big, he has a big uh, no problem with uh, just like brutally murdering people, but he won't finish the, the phrase son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I think that's. I, I think he can't because he's just playing back recordings of people he's murdered. Yeah. So if he let that guy say "son of a bitch," he oh, probably would right. play that. You're so right. I definitely didn't pick on that. Is that? All I of love his how dialogue is recordings of other people. Anything screaming? that's English, yeah, that's kind of his thing. I think they do that in the original Predator movie. Oh, is, there's like the clicks and like. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not. It, I will say it's not like a hundred percent clear. And I think that's, like I said, a lot of this book, if you do kind of, if something jumps out to you, it's anything that's related to nostalgia. Oh, yeah. It assumes you know, it assumes you know these characters. If It's like if you're reading a Batman and a Predator book together, you probably know who, who and what these guys are about. Yeah. Little do they know. Little do they know. <laughs> and I, I mean, it is good writing in a sense that, you know, you guys have either not read any Batman comics or don't, you know, know a ton about Batman or, or even the Predator, but you you know what's happening in the story. You're not, like, lost in, okay, what is this they're referencing? You know, who is this character they're not mentioning by name? I should just know who this is. Like, there's none of that in this, and I think that's... Why is that that's weird c- cookie cutter in the sky? 
Why is there mm. a point? Yeah, the bat, <laughs> the bat symbol. Oh, the bat symbol. <laughs> uh, we talked about how hard it was to see stuff moving around and whatnot in the fight scenes, and I think that comes down to bad, how bad art was back in the day. We talk about it every time we read old books. It just was bad art back then, for the most part. I, I see. For me, because I, I was looking at that. And I think in this particular case, it's an issue of paneling. I think that the way they framed a lot of this art, it's so up close. Like, you see a lot of closes on people's faces when they're getting murdered that you can't really make out anything else. I think if they're... Like, some of the best uh, images from this comic are the big splash pages uh, my favorite is when he puts on the sonar suit. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. The end of the second issue? Yeah. And like that I said, was pretty tight. that's just one like grand image. Anything that's like full-body Batman or full-body Predator looks good. He blind, right? That's why he put it on? He couldn't see that good? Yeah, he got hit in the head real hard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice seeing Batman be like, you know... It's like he's just a regular Wait, dude. Go, go, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can be uh, that can be that picture we used to promote it, so people know what we're talking about. Yeah, good image. Yeah, it's yeah. a strong image. I forgot to do it last time we made a podcast, so this will it'll be good to let people know we made a couple. Hey, because you got two jobs. <laughs> you give me a description for the episode that people don't read, <laughs> and then you put a promo image up. That people might that people look don't at. look at that people don't look at exactly. <laughs> yeah, I usually get forty to fifty likes on something, so that's pretty good. It's very good. It's because you tag me in it, probably. Yeah, it's more I've... likes than I have friends. <laughs> oh, I just realized something. What's up? It, this, you said sonar suit because he can't see because he's a bat. Bats can't see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, bats can see, but he can't. <laughs> Not very well. I'm no scientist, no. but. Apparently, bats just can't see in the dark. And bats can actually see better than humans. Yeah, they just can't okay. See well, in the then dark. there goes my theory. I'm sorry, I'm out. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I think that's kind of no, what they were going for as well. But yeah. no, people. I got so excited. I was like, oh, well, that yeah, shut. People down, think shut. people <laughs> think bats can't see, so they're definitely rolling with it. The misnomer, like blind as a bat. Ain't, yeah, 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 that ain't real. That's dumb. Yeah, and pigs aren't stinky. They, they real, just they real clean. They just roll in the stuff. Good, though. Ta- yeah, I was gonna say they taste real good though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're and they're Very smart. Calm. They're like a dog. Yeah. But they also taste real good. Yeah. Dogs might taste good too. I don't know. I've never had yeah, a dog. Yeah, I'm sure if Stone? we made it, if we made them right. How do you taste? Look at them little chicken legs. That'd be enough. So you were talking about the art and the paneling. The only thing that I found really hard to track was it was like all of the the panels that had to do with Predator like jumping off something or like swinging from a vine or whatever he was doing and it always had like half of his profile and I was it was like it's like a weird texture I'll see if I can find an example I, I, I think I know what you're kind of talking about like whether or not he was coming or going or yeah and I, th- I know there's images of him that's kind of like half invisible half not which is a little out that was, there that was a little wonky yeah. um, I was kind of wondering if that was maybe just an artistic design they were going with, like, like in the in the movie, in the Predator movie and stuff. Like Predator, you don't really see him all that much, and if you do, it's just like a quick glance. Yeah, I wonder if they were just like, well, 
you're not going to see the predator running around. You might like catch a brief glimpse of them. It doesn't work that well for a comic, but that could make sense. No, I, I might I, be giving them more credit than they deserve. It's possible, yeah. Well, normally we take credit away from people, so this is nice. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I kind of get what you what you're saying though, and it does make a lot of sense if they did intentionally do it that way because most of this story is the Gotham News or Gotham PD not knowing what this thing is. We obviously know what it is because we know what the Predator is. Yeah, we is, read the title. But, I mean, exactly. <laughs> we read the title. We, we, we used our brains and read. Yeah. Uh, but, like, even Batman, for the longest time, has no idea what's doing this because he's pretty sure it's not an attack. Like, when that first boxer gets killed, he's pretty sure it's not an attack from the rival mob. But even then, he's not 100% sure until he gets, you know, more information. And he probably just hasn't got around to seeing the movie yet. He is like, I don't know about this Arnold Schwarzenegger guy yet. <laughs> like, I don't really, I ain't really buying into his flicks yet. And he's like, he sees the Predator and he's like, man, maybe I should see it for that guy. It's like, like turns out I do like that crazy alien actor guy that was in this movie. Maybe I should take a break from building this sonar armor and go watch some movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything with Carl Weathers in it, why not? That's true. Carl Weathers is in that movie. That's where we get that one meme from. Mm-hmm. You know the one where they're like two two arms, black and white, and they're like they have words on the muscles, mm-hmm. and the oh, thing yeah. that brings them together. In Higgins, the we know memes. Yeah, well, memes are dreams. But that's <laughs> Arnold. That's Arnold and Carl. I actually, don't just think grabbing I've seen hands. That meme. What, really? What, what do I Google? You would rec- You would recognize it. I don't think you'll find it on Google. Try Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Bing deserves a special place in hell. A strong arms meme, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure that will grab it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like lightning in the background. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mem, nope. Mem, nope. backslash. That one. Yeah, so that load. person right yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. So see, like, oh they got god, wo- they got okay, words okay. on them. Yep, nope. This Google is a scary place. Can we can we can we just like look at that Kim Kardashian one for a second? Because that just scared the shit out of me. Are you talking about the one where it says Bill Clinton and Fortnite streamers and not having sexual relations with a woman? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the image of Kim Kardashian <laughs> with like anchor arms. I'm glad you called attention to that though. <laughs> no, no, no. The, the second that image of the- Kim Kardashian <laughs> with the anchor arms from SpongeBob. That Ugh. is pretty good. Higgins, that meme should be the profile picture. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. You're probably less likely to get a copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Being afraid of fireworks. <laughs> it's a good it's a good one. So oh, it's called Epic Handshake. Epic Handshake. Epic Handshake. Okay. For all you listeners out there. Is that something they actually do in the movie? I oh don't yeah, that's like a like that's how a, they greet each other. Oh, okay. That's I couldn't like, remember. That's like it's like the most 80s scene that's ever Straight been up. in a movie. God, that's the most 80s movie uh. to ever 80s movie, too, though. I don't know. We lost Harley to internet memes now. <laughs> I'm gone forever. Me either. <laughs> oh, look at Morty. This is his left hand, though. Is he left-handed? He must be. Like when, like when Quagmire discovered porn on Family Guy? I don't like the that chicken. That looks scary. Oh man, that's funny. Adam, you it's can like cut fake, this out. <laughs> fake arms you put on a chicken. If you're listening, just Google strong arms meme. 
and just go maybe, down that maybe, hole. Maybe misspell some stuff because it's me typing, and then you'll <laughs> see exactly what we're looking at. But yeah, I think we kind of nailed all the points that I wanted to hit on this guy. Well, as long as you're happy. Yeah, what do you guys think? <laughs> do you have anything else you want to talk about before we say our rating? Oh shit! I don't even know how we rate it. Uh, there's really no, there's well, no guys, actual rating system. Okay, because you're overwhelming them. All right, they're yeah, normally on of, this show. A lot of stimulus happening right there's now. There's a rhythm. We gotta. I look. haven't even gotten my one stimulus from Biden yet. I can't handle another stimulus. God, tell me about. Yeah, it. my coworkers got stimulated already. <laughs> I was so upset. I was like, I'm just, I'm just ghost stimulated right now because it's sitting in my account just pending, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Gotta get that memo post. Yeah. United Bank. Yeah, Gave that early, early stimulation. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add to it. I don't know. What about you, Derek? Uh, I mean, nothing. Like nothing really more than what's been said. I mean, it, I, I mean, I thought this. I mean, it, it it was a pretty good story, to me. Um, rather quick, you know, because I really don't know much about comic books. I don't really know how long the duration is for comic books. So it seemed that it seemed I would I was assuming that it was going to be a lot longer than it was. Um, this was a shorter one for sure, for sure. Yeah, it really just depends but, uh, on like but, decade more than anything because yeah. '90s can be yeah. hit or miss. There is a lot of dialogue in this, but it just kind of I don't know. It just washed over me. Just went by. <laughs> I uh, I agree with Derek. I think it is. It's a it's a fun story. I they really do kind of just embrace how ridiculous the premise is, and they don't. They kind of have fun with that. Like I said, a lot of like, what the dialogue is is just kind of goofy, but I like it. Anything the Predator was, kind of says is just really fun. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, there, was, there was one part that I noticed that it was just so cheesy to me that I actually just sat there and just kind of giggled at. It was when uh, it was the uh, the image of when Predator is standing on top of the building and the caption says, Batman, it's deserted Gotham. He just got his arms up like... <gasps> <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that like, one. I was like that, like that's just so like I don't think that that would ever be a thing that the predator does. No, it, it it is stuff that's kind of like out of character, but in in a comic, especially, it just kind of being over the top like that really works. There's one part where he uh, he attacks somebody. I think it may be Jim Gordon, and the voice clip that plays is something like, "The pot roast is done." <laughs> Yeah, it makes no sense, <laughs> but I yeah. really enjoy like, it. And and another thing, it's like the like the artwork. It's 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 fantastic artwork, but like, dude, use more than like three colored pencils. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's old. That's that old uh, old comics stuff. Old comics colors. Like for whatever reason, they were like, we got to make everything blue, guys. <laughs> but I mean that that's just that's just the premise of DC comics, anyways. It's usually rather dark and mysterious and gloomy so and, and it's gotham city so it's always going to be that way but why do people just not like don't live in gotham too much crap goes on there don't live there it's like, probably pretty cheap zero yeah. out of ten would not recommend <laughs> it's like if you have someone die in your house it's cheaper i think so like if you had like 20 people die in your house man that's got to be a deal <laughs> can we can we all can we also appreciate how jacked up Batman got in that first fight and he's just like laying there in traction on a hospital bed and then like next thing you know he's up like building his own bar suit. Yeah, it's it's like rich people rich people's fixings. 
That was the, that's the one, Harley. Because like Magic Johnson had AIDS and he's fine. <laughs> Harley, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say the the old comics being blue. Does that have any anything to do with like screen printing and trying to make things cheaper using less colors? Um, it could be. Pro- I, I'm not no expert by any means, but. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I think a lot of it has to do kind of like what paper was it printed on back then. Um, there was one comic we read where I had kind of had an updated version, so the colors were a bit more vibrant, and Higgins had like gross greens and purples, and it had to. It was like a cost it was thing on at like the time. Newsprint, basically. Yeah. Um, so. so there's definitely like a factor of that more so back in the day than now, because a lot of stuff, especially because of of COVID and everything, a lot of it's digital, so you can kind of just make yeah. it look whatever you want. Um, and that, like, I do appreciate old artwork. They use better lines. As far as being an aficionado, where does reading digital content fall? I don't care. I'll read it online all day. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's always about the story. Like, I, I don't know a ton about art, so obviously people who are more into art probably appreciate certain things more. Um, I'm kind of, my level of uh, art appreciation is I know good art and i know bad art when i see it there's good art in this um like i said i just think it's kind of limited to the big stuff like i'm looking at the predator just loving life right now on that gargoyle and <laughs> i'm loving it too big old um, cookie cutter in the background yeah and you know you kind of have like oh, personal yeah. touches and and hand-drawn art than you would digital art because like if you look back there i mean other people can't because it's a podcast but there's a bat symbol in the background, and it's not perfect, but I kind of like that. Like, it's just a little, little, that wing's a little smaller than the other wing, isn't it, Higgins? Yeah, there's something wishing in the way, though. Mm. Um, it's like they tried to go for, like, a like an angled kind of. Like one of those things where you take a panorama picture, it. and, like. It, the one girl's head is, like, neck is just, like, ten a feet little, long. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Exactly. Um, but, yeah. Do we want to get them to do a review? Well, Higgs, we just did the review. No, but like... That was what all of that was. A rating. <laughs> oh, okay. No, we haven't done that. They can do, do that. Do you want to do a rating? Yeah, expl- we'll explain to people how the rating system works. Give them an example. So it's kind of like um, that one show with Drew Carey where he says the points don't matter. The mm. points don't matter. Whose line is it anyways? Yeah, that one. But yeah, points don't matter. Give it like... So like a lot of ones, I usually just pick something in the book that I like and then kind of make it sound like it's a rating that I wanted to put on it. Mm-hmm. Like last time I we had a book about Dungeons and Dragons, so I said uh, a D12 out of 20. Oh, well, I got a perfect one then. All right. Okay. It's uh, three Predator Dreadlocks out of five. All right. Man, nailed it. Nailed it in one. He did it way faster than we did. Ever do? He should do our podcast. From he now should on. do our podcast from now on. Good thing I don't. <laughs> got, we don't got to do it anymore. Finally, I'll just leave these mics and go home. <laughs> <laughs> Higgins, you want to follow up on that? Yeah. Um, I don't actually have one yet. So. Uh, <laughs> so yes, but no. Yes, but no. Someone else can go, and I'll think really hard for a little bit. I'm gonna give it three and three quarter gargoyle claws out of five. Man. I'm going to give it two and a half son of us out of five. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was good. That is that is pretty good. So, I guess I'll go next, Higgins, because you're clearly still thinking real hard over there. 
I'll just uh, come up with something on the fly, even yeah. though I've been thinking about it for it's a long it's time. All those shanties. Mm-hmm. It's all those shanties. It's getting nice and loose. Sandies. Uh, Pecans. For my rating, I had fun with this. Don't love it. Um, maybe wouldn't recommend it as like someone's first comic. But for all the other things I said that I liked, I'm going to commit seppuku just like that predator did when he <laughs> lost against batman and uh give it two broken bats because that's how he beat the predator he just hit him in the head with a bat <laughs> which i really enjoyed oh yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a seven dead people out of however many he did i think it was probably about <laughs> ten I gave it a 7 out of 10. Those are some numbers, aren't they? Those are some numbers. Mm. And I thought it was like, you know, kind of kind of a fun ride. Mm. I finished it, so I must have liked it a little bit. That's sure. usually how so I that's usually overall, how I know that I like something cuz I finished it. Overall average score 5 out of 7 over Rice. <laughs> I feel pretty good about that. Honestly, it might be better than it deserves, but it's what it got. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Higgs, you know what we got. We got a fun time. Because we did podcasts with people besides just us. Yeah, it's kind of like that pizza rating that we did earlier. The real winners is the books we read along the way. Or the friends we made along the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's been a ride, gentlemen. Just a slice of life. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, yeah. better than what you said. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it. You guys have a fancy little outro you like to do? Yeah, we say some things. Uh, you guys can find us on a lot of... S- social medias you can find me on the twitters and the instagrams twitters is mike higgins 93 and my instagram is jstern 93 you can find our boy snoop at none of those things because he doesn't have them don't need him he has a a gmail that we do our podcast with and it's your comrades at gmail.com mm-hmm. send yep. us a thing rate us on all of the platforms, preferably Apple, because that's the one people mostly see. Do the same with these guys. I don't know where you guys do your things, but... Yeah, we it's a fancy little segment, segment we call Plug and Chug because we plug all the things where you can find it, and then we chug it because it's like taking a whole big gulp all at once. Oh, nice, 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 yeah, nice. Harley, want to handle a Plug and Chug for us? You plug, I'll chug this beer. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitters. Other social medias, if you have them. At Ketchup Podcast. At Ketchup Podcast. It's you nice that you got them all in the same place. Yes. Sorry. Yes. yes. Just, but mostly just Google Ketchup Podcast and it will be on something. It'll pop up. If you're looking for a podcast at creator. Any of them. Any of them. We'll, we'll probably be on there. Mm-hmm. Um, Apple. Find us on Apple Podcasts. What does Google use? What do you use? Um, Google Play. I don't. I don't use Google Play. I mostly use Spotify, which you can find us on Catch All Podcast. Nice. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about the Googles. Oh, okay. Andrew, the Googles, right? And if you really, know. really like the show and want to support us, head on over to Patreon. Throw us a few bucks. Mm-hmm. You get exclusive before show content for mm-hmm. episode. Like this one. There's a whole pre-show you're never going to hear unless you pay for it. And if you want to give us money, we don't have a Patreon, but. If you want to send us an email, I'll send you my address, and you can just drop a few dollars in our mailbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they'll probably want to give it to you in person, so you should leave the door unlocked. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> yeah. do that. <laughs> I also have a little PSA that I meant to put at the beginning of the show, which I will insert right here. 
Uh, Scrantonicity playing at Bank Street Cafe August. I don't have Adam here to... It's either 6th or 9th. It's that Friday or whatever. Oh, the 6th is my birthday. Do it on the 6th. Nice. It's the 6th because you said the 9th and it was upside down. Perfect. August, just come out, hang out. It'll be a fun time. Hopefully, nice. some of us will be vaccinated at that point. Which brings me, I will be getting my vaccine tomorrow. Which oh, is super exciting. Nice. Uh, which... Uh, August Get, 6th is a Friday, so that's probably it. August 6th. I guess we've moved past this. Jesus Christ. I'm, it's 6th <laughs> or 9th. It's past one of the it, two. Upside down it. Yeah. All the ways. Which uh, gives me the little reach around to my PSA about the COVID vaccine. Apparently, Emily has heard from a uh, friend of hers that Macon, not necessarily where I'm getting my vaccine, but someone she knows who works in Macon in the healthcare profession says that they are throwing a lot of their vaccines away. So if you're interested, just go to a facility in Macon and just ask for it, and they'll be more than happy to give it to you because they would rather vaccinate someone who wants it rather than throw it away. Interesting. Yep. Hold on. Why are they throwing them away? Because not there's not enough demand for it. People are not coming and getting it that are um, able to receive it, so they can't keep it indefinitely, so it gets trashed. I've heard that Walgreens is the place to go to. If you uh, weird. What? Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. think I was allowed to do it yet. I didn't. I, I also didn't think I was allowed to do it yet, but I went with Emily because she's in the education field, and I yeah. just asked. It's like, hey, you got any extra vaccines? And they're like, but what, yeah. But, but wasn't the whole thing of, like, you know, they had a certain certain group that could get it, like elderly, mm-hmm. like the like, and then it moved on to whoever. Mm-hmm. But now you're saying that there's not enough in those groups to warrant the vaccines they have, so they're just going to throw them out? Most likely the situation is that there are enough people in those groups, and they have enough for those groups, but those groups are not showing up to be vaccinated, is mm-hmm. most likely my assumption. And there's also a lot of no-shows, people that make their appointments and then just don't show up. Yeah. Man, I guess I'm going to get so shot. So then just move on to the next. There's enough to go around. You can get both shots at once. Mm-hmm. Just one in one each in, arm. Yeah, one in each arm. Dubbing it both cheeks. Yep. It probably does stick feel that better in your cheeks. Batman versus Higgins. Mm-hmm. Higgins, they're not going to be able to get through this buns of steel. Buns of steel. Buns of steel. I can't do that Bunch voice. Buns of steel. How was that, Sean Connery? Was that good? That was not one I had practiced. Henry Jones Jr. Henry Jones Jr. We named the dog Indiana. I think Sean, there's something I have to tell you. I think you went a little bang on, on fire. One. They expect to find one of us in the wreckage, brother. I hit my wife. (laughs) Catch All Podcast is a subsidiary of Catch All Studios, LLC, and the unfortunate brainchild of Parker Ivy. Your hosts have been me, Parker Ivy, Adam Knight, Emily Ivy, Derek Smith, and Harley Chesney. Catch All Studios is located right here in Griffin, Georgia. Our theme song was written by Drew Miller and performed by Adam Knight and Parker Ivy. Our logo was designed by Pia Polito. You can find her on Twitter at WorksByPip. If you would like to support the show, please head over to patreon.com slash catchallpodcast. Any amount is greatly appreciated and will go towards improving the show. That Shandy might be too good. Oh, no. I like that Shandy a lot. It is not overly beery. Yeah. And it's scary. Yeah, like I could get I could get a lot of these in me. Mm-hmm. If Give I want to. It's just me. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
I have my whole life ahead of me. I got about a quarter of mine left, I think. Mm-hmm. We also have some, we probably have some other, if you want a little something different, I'm sure we have a variety of stuff upstairs in the uh, drawer of the refrigerator. If you oh, get tired yeah. of the shandies. What I'll, probably just, I'll probably just pop open a, a blue moon, a regular blue moon. Yeah. You don't need all those calories from the lemonade. Yeah. You're, you're trying to get your summer bod. Well, we only have a little bit of lemonade left. It's just so good. I didn't even have any for the the comic book portion. All the shanties went down. <laughs> I thought I didn't know what you're about to do to that microphone. But I was willing to accept whatever happened. But in the Hebrew alphabet, Jehovah starts with an I. <laughs> 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 